say, don't touch that again or I'm going to shut this whole thing down. <laughs> <laughs> like, for who? That's not wrong. <laughs> cool. Um, what are we doing? You you start because this is your uh, idea. Okay. Well, I mean, we're, we, uh, we've got like 11 podcasts in the bag right now. we got so much shit recorded pre uh pre-release so we're just gonna do some filler episodes and you're not gonna know we're not gonna say what episode this is because we don't even know what episode this is yeah we don't know that's um you know you you and i have just been calling each other every now and again just because quarantine sucks and (laughs) um and uh we you know we strike up some interesting conversations and i think sometimes we just got to be like you know what we're gonna record this because it's funny because we're interesting dudes yeah so we were we were just talking about how um, you know, I work a regular job. Caleb, you work a regular job. Yeah. Um, the most of you musicians will record regular, or sorry, record, will work regular jobs. So, but we all use the band thing as like our advantage, you know, when we work at a regular job. Like, you've got all these regular people that work every day. Like, all they do is just go to work, but then you got these undercover musician motherfuckers <laughs> that show up at the workplace. And then you can just like, you can be like, hey, I went, I played this gig and it brightens up everyone's day at work. Right? They're like, oh, tell us about this time that you were at the bar and like what crazy shit happened, you know? Yeah. So we, we all use it as a scapegoat, right? And it's like, uh, and generally like, uh, I think like we're our generation, because like most of like our generation isn't like super into like rock bands and stuff but then like everybody that i work with i always find is like oh no way like what kind of band are you in and i'm like oh like i sing in this like alternative rock band you know like you know like right. queens of the stone age or like alice in chains and then like oh like no fucking way man <laughs> yeah. yeah they lose their mind they're like you're in a rock you like yeah. black sabbath <laughs> yeah. and you're like yeah man yeah they're like dude i love that shit and like the heavier the better with like oh, these yeah. fucking for sure like, you, i mean you work you work like a like a landscaping job and i work a factory job right yeah. so we get all these metal heads all yeah. the time and like even if you just say like yeah i'm in like a rock band they're just like oh fuck yeah i was in a rock band once <laughs> yeah almost every time yeah well i was just telling you about uh my supervisor who like loves metal music like has shit cranked all the time and mm-hmm. uh so when i was working sales uh like a few months ago we were like uh they're like fucking I'm not going to bore you with the details of this fucking place, but like the others, people like beg and seed. And then they would call me and two other guys that uh, either like winter as salesmen and then do the other shitty right. work as a summer to come over and just like lift bags of seed or whatever. So we're over there mm-hmm. and uh, my boss is there and I'm like, Hey man, I was like uh, my band act. We just put out a new single and he's like, Oh no way. Really? And then and I always love this man. You're like, yeah, we put out a single and then like, no way is it on Spotify. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's fucking everywhere. Like, of course yeah, it is. Yeah, of course it's on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell him, and then, but go, that's what he, I go over and he's like, Caleb, he's like, oh, you should see this, my fucking office, man. Like, he's like, I got like a sound system in there now. And I'm like, oh, no way. Yeah, and then yeah. I tell him about the single. So then, <laughs> this is like also just like a portable. So like a quarter of it is like his office and then like the tech office. And then behind that is like kind of another section of the company where there's just like women in there. 
So right. I tell him about the single, and then he goes in there, and I and he fucking cranks this shit to like eleven, and then I just hear the song with just start. all the regular working people, <laughs> yeah, all, man. all the ladies and working then in I'm the office. Like, I'm like sl- like slugging fucking seed bags in and out of this office, and then like just through the walls, it's fucking vibrant because like that song is pretty bassy too, <laughs> and it's like it's equal parts like cool and then super embarrassing because nobody, right? Nobody in like the office, like none of the women know that that's me. But like, right? They're just like, why is this song? Yeah, playing why is way this too song loud? so fucking loud? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was also kind of cool that he that he checked it out or whatever. But oh, for sure. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah. I mean, I've, that's the main one is like you deal with these super fans almost that are coworkers. Yeah. Right. Like I I've worked in like car dealerships and like industrial jobs, and almost every time you'll get you'll get those metalheads too for sure. Like I've had a couple ones that are like, man, I love this shit. I love breakdowns and like fucking. I used to. I used to mosh a Pantera and shit. And you're yeah, like, dude, yeah, that's yeah. sick. Like, I want to just hear about that. My band's way less interesting than going to a Pantera show. Are you kidding? Yeah, but, for sure. But then there will be people that are like, yo, you've got your songs on Spotify? I'll listen to that. And then, like, the next day you come in, they're like, man, I listened to all your music last night on repeat. And, like, fucking, it's great. And you're like, oh, man, like, thanks so much. Yeah. But then, like, that's, like, all they want to talk about. Like, yeah. you'll be, you'll come into work and, like, you might even be dealing with some shit at work, like a fucking whatever, like Stacy's giving you some shit or whatever. <laughs> and then this guy will come up and be like, so what's new with the band? And it's yeah. like, oh, man, I love this question almost all the time. But yeah. like, I'm dealing with some work shit right now. Like, what am I supposed to, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. it's like when that mix, like the wall is broken down between your day job and like your night job or whatever. Yeah. But or- it's, it's nice that, you know, you can kind of have that, but. Or you're dealing with some band shit and it's like, and you're like not mm-hmm. stoked on the band at the moment for like whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. multitude of reasons. And they're like, hey man, how's the fucking band going? And you're like, yeah, yeah. dude, it's fucking good. <laughs> and, and then for like, sure. me, yeah, well, everything's great. Like our fucking, fucking another day in paradise. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> just like whatever the issue was from like the, the weeks preceding that and they haven't been resolved yet. Yeah. Just like, actually, the last thing I want to talk about right now is how we fucking write songs. I don't really want to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Right oh, now. yeah. That's the, the intimate <laughs> questions. Yeah. So, like, how do you, like, uh, you get those very seldom oh, yeah. when you're, when you're like a working musician, but like when you get them, like, they, they can be temperamental questions. It can be like a loaded question. For sure. Like, you'll get someone that sometimes when someone like, like, literally does not even uh, like comprehend what a bass guitar is right. or like fucking what going into the studio is. And then they're yeah. just like, so like, how do you write your lyrics? And like, they catch me on a bad day. Like, <laughs> I don't even want to answer that. I'd like lyrics come from an emotional place. So yeah. did like all, all instruments. Right. Yeah. And then someone will catch you on a bad day. They'll be like, so like, what does this song mean? It's like, fuck you. That's what that song <laughs> yeah. means. I don't want to, Oh my God. Like, you know, sometimes it'll take you to that bad place yeah. or they'll catch you on a bad day. You don't even want to explain your instrument all of a sudden. Oh, or, song... or you've got, you're on like that down day where you can't play guitar. Right. Yeah. And then you show up and they're like, yeah, you're such a great guitar player. It's like, fucking no, I'm not. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're like, um, oh, all of the songs are about how fucking cripplingly sad I am. That's what they're about. Yeah, how shit I am at yeah. everything and how, how nothing's I, going right. Yeah, how much I hate myself and how I have to work this shitty job. You right. Know? <laughs> but, then, but then they give you this, like, it's, it's like such a double-edged sword, right? Because, like, they'll ask you this question and, like, Deep down, I well, not even deep down, like overall, I really appreciate that they're taking interest in me as like as 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 their coworker and I mean really as their friend at yeah. work. Yeah. 
and then they'll start asking you questions about your music and it's like it's such a like you try not to bring uh home into work and work into home yeah you know and then they'll, they'll ask you about the band and like you do appreciate it but it's hard to talk about sometimes because i mean sometimes i mean i've been in countless bands and sometimes you're in the middle of a band breakup yeah you know and i mean fucking i remember working at a car dealership i won't say which one i was a mechanic and mechanics can be pretty ruthless. Factory workers can be pretty ruthless. And like you always try to remember that they're just busting your balls to be mm-hmm. to be fun. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you'll be like, Oh yeah, like the band broke up and I, I don't have a band right now. And they'll just be like, Oh, this guy doesn't have a fucking band. Yeah, yeah. fucking you know, it's like like they try to like make fun of you or whatever, and it's like, Oh, that actually really hurts. Yeah. Like, way more than you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, like it's actually all I've ever wanted and now it's it's slipped out of my hands, so that's right, fucking cool. right, and then and then someone and then someone will come up that doesn't even know. They'll be like, "How's music going?" You're like, "It's going really good. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine." You know, it's yeah. like, "Yeah, music's going really great, guys." Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a slippery slope sometimes. And yeah. it's like... but I mean, overall, it's good. You know, like that's I feel like when we were first talking about this off air, it's you know, you use it as kind of a supplement. You know, you can kind of coast through work sometimes as a musician where yeah. people get really stoked that you're in a band and it, it like it brings light to their day at work. And I mean, yeah. it, it brings m- way more light. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, I lost my headphones. Um, it brings way more delight to us as uh, as musicians for someone that takes interest in what we're doing, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, because mostly people don't give a shit. And like. I always feel weird when you're like starting or like when I start a new job and stuff because like any reason I would need any time off is almost always for like the band. And I'm always like, are they going to see this as like a legitimate reason to like take a day off or like leave early or whatever? Mm -hmm. But I've never really run. Most people think it's fucking really cool. Yeah, of course. You can get away with murder almost as a musician. Like I had I had one boss when I was working at uh, I was working at a print shop. And, uh, like, these are all very specific examples. If anyone knows me, they know exactly what place I was talking about. But, uh, yeah. I mean, you want to try to keep <laughs> work away from <laughs> yeah. music, you know? But uh, I sure. was working at this print shop, and my boss, like, my head boss, the owner of the place, was really into the band. Like, the band, the band. Right, right. And uh, so anytime, like, I could get away with murder at that place. They, he'd, he'd be like, so what's going on with your group, you know? Like, you playing any gigs? And... I was basically like a hired gun with the band that I was playing with at that point. And and he really loved that he like I told him that at one point. I was like, "Yeah, you know, I mean, I've I've done that for lots of groups where you'll you'll play just as the bass player." Right. You know, you're not really in the band. So you'll be like, "Yeah, I was just kind of playing this gig for some cash and you know, we did this and this was great and I got this much money for the gig." And he'll be like, "Man, that's sick." You know, Leave on Helm used to, you know, and he'll go into this whole spiel and then I don't have to work for 25 minutes. While he right. tells me the story about the band. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I had a, I had a boss that when he finally found out, it was funny because he found out like so late that he was, <laughs> he was my favorite supervisor of all time and uh, he was a little loopy and uh, he mm. found it like late in the year that I was like played music and stuff. This is when I was still in Meaford, so I wasn't necessarily in a band. 
Uh, but then he was like, no way, man, you play music. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. And then he was like, <laughs> he's like, I love Neil Young. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And then he yeah, would just yeah. fucking talk to me forever about Neil Young. He's like, you ever fucking watch? I just go on YouTube, man, and look up Neil Young. And he's like, it's wild. The stuff that's on there. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, Greg, for sure, man. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, and I mean, that's how I got into the band. You know, it's that kind yeah. of shit. I mean, like, you, you, you try not, like, when someone says, like, oh, yeah, you like music? Well, I just love David Wilcox. You know, like, you yeah. take that with a grain of salt. But, I mean, with these coworkers that you're spending so much time with, I mean, like, especially with my boss, um, the band that I was playing with at the time, was super into the band too, right? So it was like, okay, well, I'll get into them and I'll learn a couple songs. I'll learn, I'll learn a bit about this group. And then, like, if you go to a coworker that like doesn't play music, and you're like, yeah, man, you were talking about Pink Floyd the other day. I learned how to play Money on the bass, and they're just like, oh, really? You know, like they lose their mind. It's like it's such a magical thing. I mean, that goes with anybody, right? If you're, they say, I'm really into this group, and it's like, oh, well, I learned one of their songs for you, yeah, you know, because you told me to. It, it like it makes their day at work, you know, and it makes your day at work so much easier. Oh, for sure. Um, I don't know, like, I don't know if you get uh, this exact experience because, like, you're like already a pretty outgoing guy. Um, mm. but like, I'm more like laid back and reserved at like work and stuff for the most part. Um, right. And so I always find like the contrast funny that like people they'll like work with me and then they'll like come to the show and then they'll be like, oh, yeah. man, like you're fucking, <laughs> you're way different <laughs> on stage than, yeah. than you are day to day. Well, and I'm like, well, yeah, I was like, that's also, I, I mean, I, I've never said that, but I've been like, I fucking, that's all I want to ever do is what you saw on Friday night. Be, yeah, I, exactly. That's I don't want to be do. here right now. So this is my move yeah. for right now. <laughs> yeah. This is how I actually yeah, am. It's yeah. good that you can see this. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to work here for fucking, Oh, like 10 hours yeah. a day so this is like oh man this is how have you I ever am. been told have you ever been told by a co-worker that they think that you're a lifer have you ever heard that term no and i think i would immediately oh, quit that man. job if somebody told oh me dude that. it's literally like if so anyone that's listening if you've ever seen office space you know exactly what i'm talking about yeah but like it's like when someone comes up and says like oh it seems like someone has a case of the mondays yeah you know that's the shit it's like someone, I remember there was a coworker. We were actually very good friends. Like we, we started as coworkers and we became very close friends. Um, I think it mostly started because I needed a ride to work, you know? And then like when, <laughs> when you have that carpool experience with someone that you work with, I don't know if very many people do. I've, I've done it for ages. Like, and I've been the one that drives and picks up two people to go to work or I've been the person that takes rides, you know, and wind up carpooling with a bunch of people going to work. It makes it you become friends really fast, mm -hmm. you know, and I mean, um, especially if you do shit outside of work, too. But yeah. we were we were friends. And then he we I, like, I think I was doing my regular star sets like I was playing at a bar two days out of the week, every week for for a year at that point. And I might have been between bands or something. And then he said, like, you're going to work here forever. You're a lifer. He said that to me once. Mm. Oof. And. I hadn't wanted to quit my job so fast in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Not like, oh my God, someone tells you that you're going to work at, well, you're going to do this for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's, that's my cue to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Well, man, like I got in as this, a musician, I got in this panic and actually I'm still actually kind of in it because, uh, so 
I, uh, it's funny because, like, I'm not saying, like, where I work, but I mean, <laughs> and I don't mm. even necessarily no, no, mean I this mean, as, like, a, it's not necessarily, like, a shot at the place. So, like, I, I started at this company that I'm at now when I was in school doing, like, mm-hmm. sales part-time, which I'm not right. very good at, but it's a very easy job. You fucking show up. It is a very just, easy job. Pretty much anyone phone, can get it. You dial the phone all day and fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I did it for, like, part-time for a couple months, but they were like, oh, you... And I've been like doing lawn care in various respects for the past like four years now. Yeah. And and I have also done I I did uh, spray and aerating, so I've yeah. done two. Well, like I started cutting like grass in Meaford, and then I moved here for school, and I got a job with uh, these like two guys cutting grass for two summers, and then I came to the company right. that I'm at now doing sales. And then they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh well, do you want to hop in and doing the tech work in the summer?" And it was like way more money. And I was like, well, because, again, I wasn't very good at sales because basically like the yeah. sales job where you get like an hourly base pay and then it's like you get commission based off of what you sell or whatever. So like you mm-hmm. and, and then like the commission is like an hourly raise basically based on how much you sell. So, right. Yeah. So like, yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. So anyway, so I worked like the whole mm-hmm. summer into the fall and then they call me near the end. There's like two weeks left on the road and they're like, hey, um, do you want to like jump back in the sales office? You know, we're, we'll do sales until like first week of December. You know, then there's like a six week layoff and then you're back or whatever. And I was like, I was like, uh, let me think about it. And I was just like, man, like, fuck, no, I don't want to do that. And then I was like talking right. to my mom and she's like, well, you might as well like do it it's like a month caleb it's like five weeks you might as well do it and then you know then you have six weeks to look for i'm like okay you're right you're right it's not that bad and like most of the people in the sales office are like pretty cool and it's like a very small room and like and especially like that last month before christmas dude the shift was fucking 10 to 6 30 you go in and like there's like a dial quota for the day so you like make your dial quota and like that time of the year is like super fucking easy because you're just calling people that right. are already customers and basically just yeah. being like hey do you want it again and most of the yeah, time they're like exactly. Renewal yeah calls sure or they're like no fuck off and you're like all right cool yeah. let's talk to you later so yeah. like it was super to easy to make too, the yeah. money so like i made a fuckload of money in that in that not a fuckload but i made like a decent amount of money in that mm-hmm. month or like five weeks or whatever and then it was like kind of fun because you could just kind of like talk shit with everybody in between right. and then i got laid off for six weeks and then like nobody's hiring in january so i uh right. i like only like i like passively looked for work started back in the sales again and i was like okay i need to look for other work and then this fucking mm-hmm. pandemic happened and then right. they were like you want to start up in the lawns again and i was like what I'm like fucking guess <laughs> so now i just have yeah. this like panic where i'm like i do not want to get stuck in this loop where I just go like yeah. sales to lawn, sales to lawn. So I'm yeah. like, I need to find something. I else think that that, that kind of brings us to a, a a a deeper topic with being like a working person, like being in the working world as a musician, right? Yeah. Where it's it's hard to find. I mean, being a touring like if you're single mothers or fucking the dirty nil or something like that. Right. Like I can only imagine what their work situation is like. I know there's one musician that I know, and I, I'll keep the name of the band and the person uh anonymous but it's they they work in like a touring band you know i mean the pandemic aside right like we're this mm-hmm. is this is the the actual yeah, if everything was normal yeah, aside yeah. yeah where they have 
they work like a pretty reliable it's still like a kind of music person job they work at like a record store right or you know or work at a venue or whatever Mm -hmm. and um but they still work this touring musician job and it's hard to find like they're set up this is the 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 ideal situation i think for any working musician where they work at like a music venue or a record store so when they say hey i'm going on tour for two months it's super flexible right and it's never a problem like they encourage it yeah you know so it's for musicians it's so hard to find that employment where you can make a livable amount of money work a good amount of hours whenever you want basically you know and then also have flexibility to make the band work like practices tours going in to record sometimes you need to set like several days just to record a song yeah you know and uh i mean when when i started working in car dealerships working as a mechanic i thought that was the ticket you know um having having a mechanics license and being able to work at any dealership sounded like the golden ticket Right. But then after a while, it kind of you, you figure out that you can't just kind of come and go whenever you want. You know, you got this toolbox. There's cars that need to be worked on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I switched to the factory life, and factory life seems to work okay for me too. But um, I mean, you work in lawn care. I used to do that too when I was in high school or just out of high school and being like first trying to start being in a working band, and that works okay too. You know, it's it's anything that you can kind of make your own hours. But um, it, yeah. it brings an interesting point. Like, what's the perfect musician employment? You know, like, what's the best job for a musician to work? Right. And then, and the other thing, too, man, is it's like, and I've had this concern kind of follow, too, where, like, um, I, like, am, like, comfortable uh, with my, like, living situation and stuff and, like, with the mm. amount of money I bring in and everything. Where, like, yeah. and I, like, I want to find, like, I've been looking for like audio jobs and stuff that like, you know, cause I also, fucking, like I also fucking went to school and shit, but like, yeah. I, I also yeah, exactly. like, don't Something really that's in have, my field. I don't really have like an interest in like working in like a studio or something. Cause like something that I found in mm-hmm. MIA was like, I want to work on my music. I don't necessarily want to work on other yeah. people's music. I've never thought that I would be in it. Like I didn't go to school for music. I thought about it a lot, right. but, um, I I I knew even from the very beginning like I didn't want to be an engineer yeah. recording other bands. Yeah. But like I think that like I could do like I like you know like editing like this podcast and stuff like that like I would like to get mm-hmm. into shit like that even. And um, thank God for the fact that you have that cuz I yeah. mean then we wouldn't have this podcast. Right. Well, but the <laughs> the point I was trying to make not to fucking brag about my uh, living situation <laughs> but my point was I, oh, that I'm, I'm, I'm my point super was thankful that for the I fact. Uh, I like living in London and a lot of jobs are in Toronto which is where I have I don't have any interest in fucking living in Toronto and then to just I my like previous I like there but I, I don't think I could live there either my, well and the, my previous point too is like it's not all that cheap to live in London but in comparison mm-hmm. to moving to Toronto it'd be like oh, it's I have mental. to live in like I mean even just setting aside the like uprooting your like entire life like I don't really know many people in Toronto like everybody that I fucking yeah. love lives in london for the most part and uh yeah and then it's like yeah. i would i would get a, a much smaller apartment you know with with julia and and pay probably like double what i pay here 
and just be like, yeah, and nowhere to park my that's car. That's just, <laughs> then, yeah, that's and then more I'm like still a Toronto for thing. A job, you know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. And it's like, so that's the other tough thing. And then like the the audio jobs and stuff are like just not really in London, yeah. you know. So it's just trying to yeah. find something I, that isn't like causing yeah for the audio anxiety. field for sure. Well, it's still, and like I was, uh, I was like talking to my mom the other day, and we've just been like pitching ideas back and forth and stuff about like what to kind of look for. And um, she was saying that too. She's like, you can't have a, a job, even if like she's like, you got to find something, even if it's like you don't have to find a forever job, but you got to find something that doesn't freelance like, that doesn't like cause you fucking anxiety every morning when you wake up and be like, yeah, I can't yeah. fucking, I don't want to go there. I can't. Like I've been wake, I was waking up at like I'd wake like right up at like three a.m. and then all I would think about mm-hmm. is like what I need to do at work that day to get home as fast as possible and then i'm like yeah and you don't want then, you don't you want know, a job like that's that ever. fucking ridiculous because <laughs> then like yeah. also man like it ruins the like my whole day then i'm not even just like enjoying it, yeah. being alive and then i'm like sure. and then i get oh, home and then it's like i get home and i have like my night and uh and and it's and then awful it's, and then it's awful and then you end up not accomplishing anything anyway so it's like all day i'm like dude right. i can't even fucking play guitar or fucking whatever yeah. edit this podcast oh, or like man. do the stuff I want and then I come home and then you don't do it and then you're like see this fucking job and you're like no yeah. just fucking you need to yeah and you know and with know. within 10 hours you got to go back exactly right it's like I like I've got I've got a tack on for that um my dad um which I don't know if he listens I, I don't know if he's gonna listen to this podcast he's been watching the videos but this is gonna be an audio only we've been so to to break the third wall, we're going to try to make some more audio ones. So if you like just having this audio shit, make sure you follow. Check mm, all that shit out. Please. Make sure you follow on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. But um, anyway, back to what we were saying. My dad, he worked a job that he hated. Mm-hmm. He's retired now. But mm-hmm. he worked like his main job for like 25 years or some crazy shit. He hated it. you know. And I mean, mm-hmm. I've always chased trying to find a job that I could tolerate because, I mean, mm-hmm. like, you and me, we're the exact same way, and I assume that most people that listen to this are musicians. Mm-hmm. We just want to play music. Yeah. That's all we want to do. We don't want to fucking deliver pizzas. Yeah. We don't want to work on cars. We don't yeah. want to fucking sell T-shirts. We yeah. want to be musicians, mm-hmm. right? So you got to find this job that you can tolerate. And, it, I mean, like, musicians are nervous people, anxious people, <laughs> yeah. angry people, <laughs> trying to work some fucking job that is aggravating to begin with. Like normal people can fu- like barely work these jobs. Yeah, we aren't built to make to, to work these jobs. Yeah. you know. So my dad, he worked. I at, have dainty uh, hands, people. I can't just be. Yeah, fucking. exactly, exactly. <laughs> like fucking. Why should I be working this fucking high stress job yeah. when I'm a musician? Yeah. You know, like we're temperamental people already. Yeah. But um, my dad worked like a very stressful job. I won't say, uh, like he was in the industrial field. Right. Like almost like government level right. weird shit, you know. Oh Jesus! And it was stressful for him. It was very Aliens. stressful for him. He had to travel a lot. It was really shitty. And I remember one day, um, this was well after I decided that I wasn't going to try to work a stressful job. I right. like very early on, I was like, I'm a musician. I'm going to try to just focus on doing my music and making enough money to survive. Frugality mm-hmm. is a very mm-hmm. uh, a very um, prominent word in my vocabulary i think being frugal is a good thing as a musician yeah for but, sure uh, and a lot of them he worked this job bad at that yeah sorry well i'll, I'll let <laughs> yeah. you but i yeah we'll finish this the, the yeah, go ahead. he worked he worked this job he really hated and one day he told me um 
Because he had started seeing a social worker because he was so stressed from work. Right. And uh, and he said, I was talking to my social worker, and I said, you know, one day I was sitting out in the pool, um, which, you know, he doesn't make a small amount of money. He, wor- mm-hmm. he, he works a stressful job, and he makes a lot of money mm-hmm. at the time, right? So he was sitting in the pool, and a thunderstorm started up. Like it started raining, and he's sitting in the pool, and he was telling his social worker, you know, I saw the thunderstorm roll in, and I thought, you know, if I were to get hit by a bolt of lightning right now, at least I wouldn't have to go back to work tomorrow. <sighs> you know, and that's that thought Ugh, haunts dude. me to this day. Dude, that just gave me Can chills, you imagine hating what you do every day for like 10 hours a day to the point where like if you got struck by lightning, you'd be thankful that you didn't have to go back in. Like mm-hmm. fuck that, dude. Yeah. Just to just to fucking I mean like and and he wasn't even doing he was doing that job to provide for a family, right? Yeah. So that's a pretty big thing. But it's like I'm just trying to fucking work a job so I can go out and play a gig at call the office on Friday. Yeah. You know, I'm not no trying money. to fucking put myself through hell <laughs> yeah. just to be able to sustain. Like, yeah. fuck that. So yeah. I've always been a firm believer that, like, you work a job that you can tolerate at For the sure. most. You know, yeah. like, you should try to do something that you like to do because, I mean, what's the point? And I mean, like, yeah, you're sustaining yourself and you're sustaining the people that you love or whatever. But why put, like, subject yourself to that? Absolutely. You know, I, fuck uh, that. I... <laughs> I was saying the other day because uh, my brother's a pharmacist and is uh, just I think like my brother would be a, like a professional student if he could be, which makes right. us which Model makes us student. just exact opposites. <laughs> but like I'm also jealous of that <laughs> too because like he there was like never really a question that like that's what he was gonna do, and it's mm-hmm. fucking a lot of work. It's like seven years of school to be a pharmacist. It's a lot of fucking right. work. And uh, and the job itself is very taxing and it's long hours and it's a lot, but he enjoys it and he fucking like because he just he likes a interacting with like the public and he likes fucking learning yeah. shit. Like if you have a question for him and he doesn't know the answer, he'd be like, I don't know. And then in fucking four hours, he'll be like, I've learned everything I, I need to know. Yeah, about exactly. The thing that you he, asked yeah, me. it itches him. And it's like, I'm like also jealous of that because it's like, I also wish, like, I wish I just wanted to be a fucking lawyer and I just w- could go and do that. And like, you know what I mean? Cause then it's <laughs> like, then you just go and you get a fucking job as a lawyer. And then, I mean, I'm sure it's not that easy, but you know what I'm saying? Like you like have the path well, set past the bar where it's like, what do you want to do? So in like, I want to, I want to be in a band and it's like, okay, what do you do? I don't know. You find some friends and then you make a band and then. And then all yeah, four, but it, all I mean, four of you're, I think poor. you're selling yourself short. I think you're selling yourself short because I mean, being in a band isn't that easy either. Oh, it's not. You know, for you sure got to you've got to be a good musician, like as yourself to begin with. I think my, to make my, a band that's that's going to sustain. But anyway, po- sorry. My, I'm, my I'm point of my, I think my point in that is that uh, my brother has a house and like a dog and a girlfriend, and right. I, I mean, I don't. I think like. I'm not trying to also paint that his life is perfect either, but my point is that like he went to school for seven years, and he he has a he, a, he has a career now, <laughs> and like there's right. no question of that. Where like now it's like, oh Caleb, you're done school, yeah. What are you doing? Lawn care, <laughs> and then like and like yeah. trying to make the band work, you know. And and it's also like that's cool, and I love doing that shit, but uh, it is also kind of frustrating because there's another part of me, which I think is just the way that I was raised and like grew up. 
where I'm also like, yeah. I just kind of fucking want a normal life also. But then yeah, every you, time you I want say a white that, there's those, like, and a wife and... there's those voices in the back of your head that are like, no, motherfucker. Like, yeah, have, fuck all that. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to do something you different. don't want all that. And like, I don't even want for a lot. Like, I don't necessarily like have a need for a house or whatever. Like, I'm happy with my living situation right now. Like, I'm not dying yeah. to like get out of this apartment or whatever. Like, I like it here. Right. You know what I mean? I think it'd be a little worse if I was like, I want to fucking get married and have kids soon and fucking, that'd be a oh, whole man. different conversation. I, back to fucking the work thing. I, I've got a coworker that, you know, he, I mean, he's he's the farthest thing from a musician worker, right? Where he's right. looking for a job that he's going to work for 30 years and he's going to retire yeah. and all that shit. But he's only a couple years older than me, right? So he's like right in the middle of it. So... When we like, I'll, I'll I carpool with him, right? So I was talking about the carpool thing. Mm-hmm. We carpool together. So in the mornings and when we get off work, all he ever wants to talk about is, I should I, like eventually I'm gonna get married and I'm looking at houses right now and I gotta do car payments and blah blah blah. And like as a musician, personally, I don't know if this is a, a shared musician thing, but I mean, from a very early age, I knew that I was gonna have to live very frugally. Mm-hmm. as a musician and i i came to terms with the fact that sometimes you know i'm gonna have to do this by myself yeah. you know i might not be able to sustain a relationship or yeah. i'm not gonna have a nice car or i'm not gonna be able to have a house anytime very soon mm-hmm. so it's it's hard to hear those things sometimes where someone's like yeah you know i'm i've got a kid and I've, I'm, I'm getting married next year and i've got this house that i just bought two two summers ago yeah and blah 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 but meanwhile, like I couldn't even possibly think about owning a house or even <laughs> buying a house, no. having a car until I'm 35. Yeah. You know, like that's that's where I'm at because it's like, you know, either I'm going to make it or I don't. But when I don't make it, I'm going to give up when I'm like 40, you yeah. know, like fucking when I couldn't possibly try any harder, yeah. then maybe I'll try to fucking settle down. But I'm yeah. just like as a musician, it's real. That's that's one of those struggles. Like when you're working these jobs. Um, you're trying to find a job that sustains your dream first. Yeah. You're not really thinking about the long term of like I'm gonna settle down. I'm gonna I'm gonna give my girlfriend a really nice rock on a ring. Yeah. And I'm gonna have two kids and a white picket fence. It's like we're Jesus. Sorry, I had a nice. guitar Jesus. topple over on me Jesus. just now. But um, <laughs> but you just you don't think about those things. You think more about how am I gonna make my dream work. And yeah, I think man. that's a very shared thought from all these musicians. Well, and it's tough. Like, we know, uh, you know, people, uh, I mean, I'm thinking of, like, one friend in particular, you might know other guys, who, Mm. like, I always say, and, like, it's been said just within, like, my friend group or whatever, like, I feel very lucky to be with Julia, who is also, you know, a photographer and has similar kind of goals yeah right? someone that and, shares similar similar interests and we know people who who are dating people with with like quote-unquote like real jobs you know who don't yeah. necessarily even comprehend the fact that like music is the intention and the dream and like having those friends mm-hmm. like especially you know having like working relationships with those friends is like i don't want to say I don't use the wrong word. I'll say interesting because it is kind of like for your friend's sake, you want to be like, man, like I know that this is what you want. And then there's yeah. like that, there's that, those like polarizing like pulls of like, yeah, but like I put a lot of time into this relationship, but also I want right. to fucking just do music. And it's a lot of like, 
but they want kids and a house and everything and and you want to fucking yeah. you know whatever it is i've always play, play I, i've had a really tough time talking to people like that sometimes you know especially when uh i know you you i'll do a variant of this rant i've had this rant many times where you run into someone that you haven't seen in a really long time and they're like oh man what have you been up to and you'll be like oh you know i've worked like a million jobs I've been in a million bands and I'm still trying to make it. You know, yep. I'm still just trying to be a musician. Yep. What have you been up to? And then they give you the most structured, like solid storyline you've ever heard in your <laughs> life. It's like, oh, well, I, I found the love of my life and I'm married and I've got two kids and I just bought my first house and I've got a car. And you're like, fuck me. Like, yep. you really wish that you could have that security almost. But at the same time, like they're the ones that are like, "Wow, that's really sick that you're still you're still going for it. You're still gonna yeah. be the thing that you dreamed about being in high school." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah fucking whatever, all right." Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. it's so hard for them because because they'll always tell you, you know, keep going, you're doing great. I see all your shit on Facebook. Yeah, you know, but it's like, yeah, oh, but really, I see Mark, your shit. you don't fucking like it. I see it. your shit. <laughs> well, right, yeah, you don't you don't fucking buy the album, you know. But I mean, that's a whole other thing. It's yeah. more like, yeah, but I see your shit on Facebook, yeah. you know, and you've got two kids and a nice car and you've got a house and you're the same age as me. We graduated the same year. Yeah, you know, I mean, but our dreams are different. So it's it's so hard sometimes when you want to like you really like this person and you're trying to confide in each other about what you've been up to and you're mm -hmm. proud of the things that you've done or maybe you're regretting some of the things that you've done and you're talking to them like yeah I'm this musician and you know I've been working a lot of jobs and it's been really tough but I'm still going and they're just yeah. like yeah well I've got two kids and a white picket fence and a nice car but it's really hard and I'm still going and it's it's really like I'm sure on both ends it's the same deal where we we want what the other person has, but we're not regretting the things that we've done. No. Well, I was talking to uh, like know? another buddy of ours and uh, just about band stuff and how it can just be really fucking draining sometimes. And like I'm, I don't oh, know if you've sure. had moments of of just like. Yeah, maybe I'll just fucking quit doing this and I'll just maybe I'll go down that path. I really don't and, think I have. I don't well, think I have. I've so, had. And, and I mean, uh, like, I'm sure it's the same way for you, but I mean, when that's, that's a good kind of subtopic where like musicians that, that have those defeating moments, you know, like as a musician, I feel like most people don't ever give up completely, mm -hmm. you know, but when you, when you have those defeating moments, it's sometimes you realize, sometimes it's harder than others. These, these realizations where what you're doing right now musically isn't the way that you should be going mm -hmm. in your career path. And it's really tough, you know. I mean, I've, everyone has that, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But it's it's so tough, where you realize, you know, this band, this isn't going to be the band that makes it. And right. you're, you know, you're on the upswing in the band. And I mean, this is this is me who I've been in like five bands, six bands that I thought every time when we first started this band, it was going to make it. Right. And then you realize partway through, like this isn't the one for me, you know. Like, say you're the bassist in in the Rolling Stones. And you think this isn't the band for me, and then you drop out, and then all of a sudden they become the biggest band ever. <laughs> Doesn't mean that they would have been the biggest band ever with you in it. Right. Maybe maybe they would have collapsed when you were in it. Right. Or, you know, it's just it's it's so tough. I, I mean, I guess in any career field. Anyway, I'm digressing too much. Um. Well, I I I was just gonna say like I I think like for the most part I would I would probably generalize and say it's sometimes a, a a pretty common thing to be like man i don't know if i should quit doing this or whatever 
Um, but what I what I told yeah. uh, this guy was like, I've been there before, and but then I always ask myself, okay, you're gonna quit. So now now what? Like, what do you do now? And then I know I right. never have an answer for that because the answer to that question is like, well, I don't actually want to fucking quit. I want to do this. There's and nothing I, else I really want to do. And what I said to him was, I was like, if you can ever answer the now what? Like if you say, okay, I'm going to quit now what? And you have an answer for the question, then then quit and yeah. go do that thing. Because. So you know what? Why, I'm, uh, why I'm beat gonna, yourself up? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna cut it off there and I'm going to leave this as, a, as our audio only poll for everyone on Instagram because we're going to make a little audio only thing for here. But uh, this podcast has all been about working people as musicians and i wonder as a musician if you weren't to do music what would you do you know if if music wasn't an option as a musician what would you do as a job would you even want to work no i don't want to work now an interesting question for people i don't want to work now Uh, yeah i mean fucking (laughs) as a musician i just want to work on music all the time but i mean it's just it's just not sustainable being a person you know it's it 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 almost throws me back. I remember being in philosophy class and people would talk about these philosophers that like they came up with the question like, you know, what is it to be or some shit like that? It's like, what fucking job were they working? <laughs> they can't just sit on a stool. You can't just sit on a stool in the middle of your living room and just ponder thoughts and make money. Yeah. Just, so what what were these people doing to sustain themselves? And I mean, thank God that they, you know, they probably starved a bit. They yeah. they they took some sacrifices to ask these questions, but they they persevered. You know, some people fucking rough it really hard to be musicians just to be able to do it. And sometimes they make things that are really great, and sometimes they don't really do much of anything at all. And yeah. you just kind of have to pray that you're one of those people that does something. <sighs> Fuck, man. Yeah, we laid some pretty serious topics down <laughs> on this one, but um, you know, I'd like to I'd like to hear what other people think. So if you're listening to this on Spotify. Apple Music. If you're if you're watching the video with a still screen on on YouTube, we'd like to hear your thoughts. If you're an artist, if you weren't an artist, if you had to give up art for whatever reason, what would you do? What else would you do with your life? What else would you professionally, do? personally? What else would you do? Nothing. That's a Podcast. Nothing at all. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'd fucking. Get real good at pool and go to bars all the time. <laughs> Who knows? That's what I would do. I'd become I'd become a hustler. Dude, I'd get really good at snooker. I'd I'd yeah, I'd get real good at snooker, buy a motorcycle, and live yeah. in Arizona. That's what Dude, I'd do. Buy a I trailer. Think, I think I've told this. I'd become Bud from from Kill Bill. That's what I'd become. I don't know if I've ever told this story on. Uh, it's just a quick little like uh, uncle dig. I don't think I've ever said on a podcast. Mm. So my grandparents have a pool table, uh, in their basement. So with like family gatherings or whatever, I always rip some pool. And my one uncle who was the middle child, uh, this is like my dad's brother. He's the middle child, uh, was a, was just like literally like textbook middle child growing up. Like literally like any <laughs> fucking stereotype of a middle child was my uncle. And, uh, he fucking, so the thing was always like, yeah, Brad would fucking take the bus into town in the morning and then he'd just like fuck off to the bar and like play pool or whatever. So my, you play my uncle in, in pool and he would, he would just like destroy you, but then brag about it. So he'd be like, Oh, fucking better luck next time, Caleb. And I'd be like, right. I'd be like, yeah, well, good thing that we didn't bet 10 bucks on the game. (laughs) No, I would be like, yeah, well, you know, 
I have my grade 12, so whatever. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> like, you oh, you can be better at pool. It's all good, man. It's all good. Well, I'll I'll tell lots of pool stories on the next podcast where okay, cool. I'll, uh, I'll talk about some star billiard stories. That'll oh, be nice. our, our cliffhanger for this episode. Nice. All right. Well, fucking see everybody later then. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. Like, subscribe. Check out We Should Jam Sometime everywhere. Later. Everywhere. Bye.